You get a chance to continue my legacy here in pinstripes, you know, in the you know best city in the world, the best baseball city in front of the best fans. This is uh, an incredible honor. Allen's driven deep to left field. There's a flight. See ya. A long home run for Judge. Derek Cole goes the distance. This is 161st Street, Yankee Stadium. All right, all right. Welcome back. Episode number 155, Four Train Savages podcast. Rob, we had a couple average or below average teams play recently. Uh, that'd be the Yankees and the Mets. They split a two-game set. We haven't been on in a little bit. Yankees also swept the Royals, but it's the Royals. So we're a couple days away from the deadline, Rob. I know we have similar and differing opinions, but we're in a weird spot for Yankee land. Uh, Judge potentially back this weekend. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, we're just we're in we're in La La Land right now. How are we, Rob? Yeah. Could be potentially seeing Aaron Judge back this weekend, which would be really cool. I it's will like be cool, kind of, yeah. I'll be in uh, Baltimore tomorrow and Saturday, barring any rain and all this excessive heat that's going on. So, wow, I totally forgot you were going. Um, Is that why you were just talking about the weather? Yeah, I was checking it out and seeing what it's Damn. doing. It just looks like scattered thunderstorms because we got all this crazy heat going on. But, yeah, Yankees, uh, you, said, you said it perfectly. We had some a couple of – Below or below <laughs> average to mediocre baseball teams play yeah. this past week and this two game set we were just talking about before we get on how it's just odd to just have them play two games and then move on and and two games it, later it was a weird week because you you have them play the Royals and then off they, day on Monday and Thursday off, off day on Monday yeah. off day today. Um, the Royals in general just a terrible team and we don't know how to feel after a. A feel feel anything after that being that it's the Royals. Um, you know, I didn't realize how bad the Royals worked. Like they're a game above the A's. It's like for some reason I thought they were in like the Detroit tier, Chicago like White Sox tier, uh-huh. Nationals where you're winning like 40 games, but no, no, the Royals, no, no. The Royals have 29 wins, Rob. Yeah, so <laughs> it's not, uh, it's not it, great. But nonetheless, uh, we we go into a weekend where you're playing a real the the best team in the American League East as of now. Mm-hmm. And you're playing uh, some Team really kick-ass opponents when when it comes to Baltimore, Tampa Bay, and those hated Houston Astros. And um, the trade deadline, August 1st, I think they play the last game before that will be one game against Tampa. So that we're looking at three games against Baltimore and then that one game against Tampa. And then trade deadline is here. So uh, it, it's uh, we're still somewhat in the dark on it. I think there was a rumor. I don't know if I sent it to you, but it was what uh, from ESPN. So not sure how serious we should take it. Being that now, isn't we that know so that's, weird? We can't. You just can't trust any like source from but, anything. But we know that <laughs> your name some Passan. Some people from ESPN, not named Jeff Passan, were talking about how Shohei Otani would potentially be a Yankee, but now he's off the trade trade market so dude buster but, only is so bad <laughs> i i just i can't but the 
he's just a, a personality at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just so many times over again that he says some stuff, and I'm, I just can't take it with with. That I think he went on a tangent with every single shortstop <laughs> when, like, story was available before that. I was just like, dude, stop it. But, um, so ESPN said that the Yankees are somewhat on the fence of what they'll do, and I, I that piece of information I do believe because – they are probably sitting there after a series sweep against Kansas City and then the, the games prior when you're losing series to St. Louis and Colorado that yeah. they're saying, well, we're, we're still only two and a half out, so we don't know exactly what we really want to do. So it's understandable why the Yankees would be thinking. Um, but what do you think wh- they're deciding why? between? Like trading Seve and Herman and, and some pen arms and not? I think it? probably like they're maybe legit- trying to move Bader. I really think they're probably legitimately about wiping I, it clean. T- we we no. I think we we've talked about how like how we don't want them to do a short term rental. But there was there was rumors that they had guys in or scouts at Cubs games for Cody Bellinger. So my kind of thought process is they're on the fence of like should we go ahead and do a somewhat retool where we get like what we intend or not what we intend, but what we want them to do, which is to get people that can be around here for a while. Or they may be saying, well, should we get talent that can may not be here next year, but should we somewhat go for it? Cause we're only two and a half out and we believe That's in the talent so coming silly. back, but don't, you could see them debating between that. No. Oh, yeah. Cause I mean, absolutely. Cause that's them. Uh, Honestly, the K show made a good point on the on this exact topic yesterday. That's them doubling down. Like if they want to go pay a little bit for like a belly or whatever it may be, um, that's just them doubling down. Like, nope, we're going for it this season. Like we think that this roster's capable. Yada yada yada. But I mean, we know we know what it is, and we're gonna dive yeah. into it in this episode. But I, that's what I do somewhat think that they're on the fence about. Um, so I would just love for them to make a big trade, like trade for some young outfielder with control, like someone that's going to be part of the team for the next couple of years. Yanks don't have a team long term. Like I think this is the biggest thing for me. Is like there is no team. I mean, guys outside of Judge, Judge Cole, Volpe. Rodon, Stanton, un- those guys under contract, but then you have. People like Bader and that are gone, and then technically Donaldson, who's gone. And like and DJ's is DJ a starter now? Like probably not. You know. Well, his his last m- month of his his recent weeks may may be getting may, him back yeah, in that. That's fair. Um, but with being now, what is it? Is it four days or five days out? Yeah, today's the twenty seventh, so August first. So if you're counting, th- what there's thirty one days in July, right? Yeah, so three, four, four days, three ish, four days. So, yeah, about four and a half. I think it's like August 1st at like three o'clock or something. Yeah. So um, that's how many days that the Yankees – so they have this time to think. And uh, Do you think it, that any, the O's games like matter to oh, them? 100%. Like if they, if they get swept, are they definitely selling? But then if they win – like what's the difference between getting swept and winning I don't one think, game? Are you supposed to – you're not supposed to win the series against them, you know? Well, that's what makes it – somewhat interesting because if, if they if they really kick ass this series and I, I i chose a perfect one to go to when i put this on the calendar uh, yeah saying, you okay, really did you honestly um this is our season right here yeah so if they get swept this weekend 
I could certainly see them really like moving on from Wandy and like yeah. Clay and, um, and like moving Bader for like nothing. But it, it's such a, it's such a complicated game when you really get down to it because you're saying then oh if they win one game well then they're not technically out of it because then they got to play Tampa as well as yeah. Houston and see what you do there. And if I think it's Baltimore's division three. to lose at this point, honestly, because Tampa's been on a skid for a while. Like they've yeah. been playing five hundred for a while. Um, so. A cataclysmic sweep this weekend, which honestly is in play because this Orioles team, cataclysmic. Uh, <laughs> I gotta, ball. I gotta write that one down, um, Rob. I gotta start if, saying that. If they do that, if they get swept, then I, 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 I could see some, some more deals being done. But I, yeah. I don't know. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put too much stock in it. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's. They See, may, they should win. Like game one is a is a game they should win. Garrett well, that's, Cole that's versus Grayson Rodriguez. I, I was just saying that when they they initially had Clark starting and they push up Cole because Clark he, he didn't f- pitch. Yeah, he yeah. didn't pitch since Saturday, and they have these days off. So that that tells you that there's there's a little urgency, I think. And uh, Dean Kramer is nothing great. Like I don't know. The Orioles just bang, and the Yankees don't. It's it's like that simple. So that that's the uh, that's that's going to be. Heading into heading into this weekend, yeah. you have Cole on game one, then you have Clark game two, and then I believe it is um, Sevy Sevy game three on ESPN on <laughs> Sunday Night Baseball. So uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I let's 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 hold that for later and what we really because anything can happen and. I, I don't. That's where that we're at in the season right now. It's like, all right, what's next? It's just the state like, of what confusion. Is the, like, <laughs> it's a like, complete what? state of confusion. With it this. really is. It's like, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. What does sweeping the Royals mean? Nothing. Well, that one doesn't mean anything. What does but... splitting with the Mets mean? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, but some. Uh, all right, let's actually talk about the Mets game first before we talk about the other topics and talk about Judge coming back potentially tomorrow. Should and, do. Should we do housekeeping with? All right, you want to push Trevi then? Yeah, after? let's, let's okay. talk about that after because that has a little more layers to it. Um, I gotcha. Because they, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Apparently, Aaron Boone didn't know that that guy was hurt. Or not yeah, know, he's just, fine. Just, just dings, Rob. Don't worry about it. Um. All right. So <laughs> the Yankees went ahead and played the Mets this week for the Subway Series. For us, there wasn't a hatred of the Mets. They were just how we looked at it was just the Mets. That will be played every time. That it we is play. a great audio. We, we, we that do, is a great uh, audio. We do uh, the Subway Series um, and the the final Subway Series of the year. Uh, and and Michael K was funny. It just made me chuckle when he said uh, that the Yankee. He's like on paper before the season. This was a potential World Series matchup, and it's like look how far we've come. Yeah, for like both these, teams. these teams are nowhere near that. Um, all right, I'll do game one. You could talk about game two. So game one. Domingo Herman was on the mound, goes six innings pitch, seven hits, six earned runs, nine Ks, one walk. Again, a very odd stat line to have nine strikeouts and the amount of traffic that he allowed on the bases. Um, in the first inning, just that curveball. The, it, it, a lot of bad outfield play in this one. Start, uh, started off. You with, don't have a left fielder with Harrison Bader. Uh, that I thought that he somewhat being the yeah, gold glove that. standard, he 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 just it, Alonzo's pop single 
to left. Really, I thought could have been caught if he's pushing it in. One of a read off the bat, and then two, he somewhat slowed up at the end. It, it, that's what it looked like to me, and I think a lot of other Yankee fans agreed. Um, and then there was misplays in the third. I think this one was the McKinney play uh, in left, and uh, Alonzo took advantage. And when they get more base traffic on, and Alonzo O uh, two fastball, which just or um, what, what was the pitch? O two. I mean, Herman just makes a mistake. Yeah, gives he it leaves, to Alonzo. He was like a change up in the zone or something, and and just way too much of the plate. And Alonzo takes it. Alonzo hits two home runs in this game, both off of Herman. Um, and the Mets go up seven nothing in the top of the seventh. And there was a misplay too. Uh, I think like the story of this is just Herman was not good, or he mm-hmm. made a lot of mistakes. And to the the, and the, the defense didn't the help. defense did not help him whatsoever. But then you have the play. I don't remember what exact inning it was, but uh, Bader in center field going to a clear ball that is his. And Jake Bowers again. We'll continue to talk about just the guy. At this point, you'd be say like. I, I see people talk about him going as a first baseman, but I mean they don't. They I mean, don't that's have a, a lot spot of work. for him with yeah. Rizzo. That is a lot of work. So there's not really like you said it. The way that he hits, it's, you're saying, oh well, you could have him play DH, but the Yankees don't have. They just have so many other guys that just yeah. it makes it difficult for him to really have that spot. So he's playing right field. You got Billy McKinney in left, who did make some really stellar plays against the Royals, but. When it comes down to it, he's not exactly a gold glove outfielder or mm-hmm. a guy that you want to depend on day in, day out as it's a corner outfielder. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what the Yankees are dealing with without having judge. And when it comes down to it, your two standard outfielders, you said this to me, is is judge and Bader, and judge is out, but those are the two defensive guys. So now you're dealing with IKF every day in left field. Infielder. Sometimes that's an infielder. And then you have Billy yeah. McKinney, who's a journeyman. They have Jake Bowers, who just con- consistently doesn't have a position. Misreads balls in the outfield. Willie Calhoun can't play the outfield. So, like, it goes back <laughs> to the whole this. thing that they just refused, or not. Re- I don't want they to say went into the. So, they haven't had a left fielder for a year and a half. They haven't had a left fielder for a year and a half, and they just. I guess you could say that they just refuse. They're saying, eh, we'll put it off. And that's just not what you want to do. Yeah. And that's when that's like this game was a product of that. And I think a few, like a last week or something on the broadcast when IKF made a few errors, Paul O'Neill was talking about it of that. Like the Yankees are one of the top worst teams, or maybe the number one worst team at that position when it comes to just defensive metrics and at what like, position left field, left field. And, oh yeah and and like it makes complete sense and anyone that you would tell anyone in yankees land that you would say that to you'd say yeah i believe it because mm-hmm. they just they came into the season and they refused to get a left fielder and they said we'll we'll worry about it till now but now till now is like well you don't know yeah, <laughs> like screwed. yeah you're kind of the rest of the team is really took a dump so what are you gonna do um but yeah this game was just more so a product of that um, Yankees at one of those times games ha- coming off an off day. I mean, it was like um, this is what we're doing a- after a sweep. And yeah. uh, Yankees too had some had some points where they uh, they had some base traffic. You know, Volpe gets a double to right in the bottom of the seventh, and then Yankees at a point had the bases loaded with the Stanton sacrifice uh, line drive. It was they funny took that to they the had warning to bring track. in Robertson. Honestly, Robertson's been re- a godsend oh, for the Mets. Nails, yeah. After taking basically three years off. 
Um, like pitching a couple innings. And uh, and then well he yeah then he came back to the Phillies right and he he was really uh-huh. good last year for them too, um, but Stanton then in the bottom of the seventh when they had base traffic you thought off the bat you're saying oh could that one be one of those sh- short short porch jobs but uh, it was just a sack fly and then uh, some more base traffic in the in the bottom of the eighth with Rortvet grounded into a fielder's choice uh, mm-hmm. still a lot of base traffic but they they just didn't get anybody in um, and the Yankees go down nine to three. And like you said, after an off day, after a sweep, just a terrible outlook. And then you're saying, oh, my goodness, what is this team going to do if they get swept? Yeah, I mean, your, your starter gives up six. There's, it, It's essentially a Seve start like he's had before prior to his last start where he had a few that just you're uncompetitive at that point. I mean, your starter gives up six. It, I don't want to sit here and be like, game's over. But, you know, you didn't, kind give of your, over. you didn't give your team a chance to win. That's for damn sure. Um, so, yeah, like you said, Rob, I mean, 9-3 loss coming off a sweep, coming off an off day. Domingo Herman on the mound after he threw a perfect game not too long ago. Uh, this is a classic classic game in the 2023 season, honestly. Um, I know before this series started too, Rob, that um, with Nestor coming back in the next, you know, probably two weeks, Boone said that there's going to be – they're not going to run a six-man rotation. So is Herman is Herman the guy out right now? Like, that'd be my guy, honestly. Just looking yeah. at just looking at his game locks too. Probably, I think he. I I, I honestly think he may get traded, but uh, they gotta be trading either one of Herman or Sevy, right? Like whoever's not on the playoff roster, or both. But yeah, that's or just both. me. <laughs> yeah, like Domingo's <laughs> given up. Jesus. He's just he, he's just the he's just the complete that polar per- opposite on yeah. any other day. Like he'll be so nails, and then he'll just look like this. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and, he, and like you said, what makes him really attractive to other teams is that he's got that control. But then that also makes the Yankees for them that makes him attractive because uh-huh. he's been in the system. Have that. He's been with them for a while though. They got to yeah. know what they have with him now. You know, it's like do they but value they also, this? This is I'm, probably him. They also may want they all may also just want to have him just as the insurance with the rest of the staff. Like yeah. it's I, well yeah if you if, get if rid of gets, if you get if rid of Vermont you're leaning on Brito or, or yes. someone. So I I I don't know. I think well between him and Severino, I mean I know you can't really quote unquote sell high on Severino, but just by the simple fact that Severino's contract and like that's more of a like you can get rid of that because it's just so it, you're gonna have to pay him at some point. Like, yeah, I think they should move Seve regardless if you're quote unquote buying or selling this yeah, year. I, I like agree. if a team if a team has some sort of value for him, then you know, send him. Because mm-hmm. is he making it? Even if the, you know, who God knows if this is going to happen, but God willing, if the Yankees make the playoffs, is is Seve starting a game? No, probably not. Yeah, I don't I mean, think so. You're, you're starting Cole, Rodon, Nestor. I think Clark's earned it but over him at this point, yeah. even if you're going with a four-man rotation. So crazy to even be thinking about the playoffs, but that's kind of the Yankees' logic. First. That's kind of the Yankees' logic at the deadline, though. It seems like they move people that they don't think can make a uh, a difference in the postseason, just like Monty. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. Fair. That's kind of my two cents, but that was kind of off topic. But yeah, man, didn't look great this game, Rob. Nope. Did Domingo not. stunk. And it was just two bad teams going at it. That's what I was looking at it. Like, they had to bring in – like, that's why I thought it was funny they brought in David Robertson. I was like, oh, 
your bullpen's that. Well, bad if they didn't have, have David Robertson, if they didn't have David Robertson, that's a They're, game that the Yankees could potentially exactly. Start. Well, that's how bad that their bullpen is. I'm like, oh, you really got to bring in D Rob at like a five run game right now. Like yeah, that yeah. stinks, but good for us because you know, obviously the next day. But shout out to game two, Rob. Do it. Rodon, probably his best outing of the year. Not a great one, but five and two-thirds, four hits, one earned, four four Ks, and three walks, Rob. Um, not much offense in this game, obviously, from either side. Peraza, fielder's choice, um, gets one in in the second. Then IKF, sack fly in the second as well, makes it 2 nothing. Small ball. Yep, they were small balling it. And then Brandon Nimmo hit a sack fly. Alvarez scores. Uh, makes it 2-1 Yanks, and then Volpe singles to right, Bader scores. Um, I don't think Rodon looked, like, really good, but he was fine. You know, he kind yeah, of he he, mowed him down. He got into some bad spots, and he had a, lot of, he had a couple loud outs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was okay with it as, like, a stepping stone type of deal. I was like, all right, cool. You pitched into the six, and you threw 90 pitches or whatever, and you got pulled before you had to face Alvarez. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think, you know, there's a, a significant amount of base traffic um, during points in the game, like a lot of runners on first and second, it seemed like. Um, yeah. But he worked out of it, and he got he got really fired up yesterday, and he talked about in the post game about how it was how it was good to, to feel the cheer of the crowd and feel the environment and get his first win. I did love the ovation that they, they gave him. Yeah. Just and to that, show him love, you know. That's what you're going to get, though, as you know. And uh, I saw something of Boone talking about when he did the kiss last time. Would have been so uh, funny that it was that, a kiss. That, yeah, that, that it was like it was directed more so, he said, at one fan. But Boone talked about how he shouldn't be doing it. And it was like it was, it was a good it, – it was one of the best possible things that could have been the outcome. Like it would have been really nice, if, sure, if he if he had like I don't know seven scoreless or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is. He'll he'll hurt. save he'll save that for when he goes like eight shutty against Tampa. We'll we'll take that would be sick. We'll take one run ball anytime yeah. we can get it. And then the Yankees went to their to their big guns throughout the rest of the game. That was like sixty percent of Rodon, I think. But yeah, also Rob, I did want to touch on this. This seems like the uh, the bullpen trust tree now. Seems like Michael King is the guy after a cold start, but if he's not after the cold start, he's kind of first dude out of the pen. Mm-hmm. And then it's like Wandy in the seventh. They've been going to Tommy in the eighth for a while now, and Clay in the ninth. So they're running, they're running an old-fashioned Joe Girardi <laughs> type of bullpen. Not Joe Girardi, but you can, like early two thousands bullpen where they have you know your seventh, the setup man, and your closer. Like they're not that'd they're be, not running by be, committee anymore. That would be Well, no, you could say that's Girardi. Girardi slash Tory. So those yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those want those fans clamoring for for those two would be very appeased by it. Um but yeah, no, I I like the the idea we'll have to see if you know Wandy's still around out of that group or yeah. dare I say Tommy. Tommy probably will be. Um but to, Tommy's been Tommy's been solid and, and Clay, Wandy, Clay Tommy and Clay it out. But, yeah, they've all been nails. I think Ron is uh I don't know why I'm talking about Ron, but I don't think Ron is is there per se. Well, I don't really he, know his he role also or too, anything I, right I now. I think that there's a good chance that he Because uh, the Yankees are gonna have to make roster moves if they're if they're bringing in Judge that like Ron could be a guy, dare I say, for like a few days that they they, they put down for a while. Because then you have Send guys down, like Calhoun. Yeah. I think Calhoun's rehab got extended because he had some hiccup, 
and then Nestor but like they're, they're gonna have to make roster space when judge comes back yeah so um i like ron had some serious hiccups in the past has trevi been outings. placed on the 60 day yet yeah uh, probably to, to get roar vet up has he? I don't remember I don't if they know. made that official move. I don't remember seeing that on the Twitter feed. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, they're going to have to make some sort of move. Maybe Ron would be a guy that they just – because, like, you can you can sort of – when other stuff happens down the road, like, it's easy to pull up a pen guy mm-hmm. and, like, whatever. Um, but Also, Greg Allen is back. Greg Allen is back, which is nice to see. I wonder uh-huh. if he'll get, he'll get a start. He'll probably get a start here and there in uh, Baltimore this weekend. Um, like, what's his role, you know? Well, I'll tell you one thing. I probably – I mean, I know McKinney – McKinney and Bowers can hit. You've got so many dudes that don't have a role. McKinney and Bowers can hit, but, like, I do really like Greg Allen in the outfield. Oh, I love Greg – yeah, yeah, I love Greg Allen so, too. But then, like, that's the thing that sucks is, like, you lose that bat, but, like, can Greg Allen give you a little spark here and there? Probably. Oh, it's just you look at the – the Yankees just have players. <laughs> they don't have a team. They just have players that play. <laughs> IKF and left field. There is no passion. There is no vision. There is no aggression. There is no fucking mindset in this football club. <laughs> in this football club. <laughs> but, dude, I mean, you literally have, obviously, Judge and Bader, like we've talked about. God, who knows if Judge playing the outfield. And then you have IKF that plays the outfield. You got Greg Allen. You got Jake Bowers. You got Billy McKinney. And you got Willie Calhoun. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Who's playing where? <laughs> I don't understand. I I have no. We got idea, three man. three guys that are our fourth outfielder, but kind of our third outfielder, and then a couple defensive replacements, a couple DHs in there. It's like, what are we? I, well, also too, like none that, of it makes that kinda, sense. That kind of goes back to to the at at the deadline, they could really. I don't know. One of William Bowers some, has to go. Give some judge. sort of makeover and and just. Get back to a bare bones sort of roster construction. I know yeah, you don't where really. It's a guy that's like, all right, this is our left fielder. <laughs> this yeah. is our third baseman. You know, like a, a normal team. I mean that that sucks to be saying that that's what you're doing at the trade deadline. That's more of a thing that you'd want to do. I don't know in the off season, <laughs> like you should have done this past off season. Sorry, they have but, Waldo. Uh, oh yeah, for, I didn't mention Waldo in that mix. Well, I mean, he's he's in Scranton as of now, but yeah. But how long does uh, he ever last down there? He'll be back two up days sometime. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. And then also watching this game, I don't think the Yanks won this game in any realm of of the world. Besides, you know, I guess on the the pitching side of the baseball. Um, but like, how many times they have runners on second and third, first and third, no outs, didn't score, I or think like that, runners in scoring position, was didn't it, score? Was it game two or one that they went? I think one for eleven was. I know game two. I don't know. I remember at the the first couple innings, I was like, "All right, is this for real? Like Quintana can is pitching out of everything in his second start against us?" Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I tweeted um, like DJ got caught in the base paths when it was runners on first and third. I think Volpe was on first and DJ was on third, and there was no outs. Um, and then they got two quick outs, and DJ gets picked off at third when. He spikes when Quintana spikes a ball and doesn't get far away enough. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. First and third, no outs. You don't score. What do you know? What else is new? What yeah, else well, is new? What do you know? What do you know? Um, all right. Before we talk about the rest of the stuff, let's do our Savages of the Series. My choice for this 
week. I'm going with Harrison Bader. Went four for eight, two runs scored, one extra base hit, even though he had some shaky decisions and plays in the outfield and center field. Um, he's still been holding it down, but he has really somewhat, and I think we should acknowledge this, even though I think he had a good two games against the Mets, mm-hmm. that Harrison Bader has now sort of, I don't want to say regressed to the mean, but he kind playing of Playing to his baseball card. Kind of playing to his baseball card now. So, um, that that where you had that guy, and I remember one of the, the Yes Crew was talking about this, that they were saying, oh, when Judge is in the lineup, the Yankees win, or actually win games. And so, same thing with Bader, and you want those guys in the lineup, but mm-hmm. um, his source of offense isn't at the clip of what it was, say, in a playoff his playoff run, or even earlier when he first came back in what was it May? So <clears throat> he's still he's still like slugging. Like he has a four thirty slug. Yeah, yeah. He's hitting almost two sixty. He just doesn't. He never walks. He's walked six times on the year. So yeah. it's like he's either getting a hit or he's not getting on base. Mm-hmm. Correct. So <laughs> so uh, that that's sort of like as time goes on, we're, 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 we're seeing that with him. But yeah. I think he had a good two games. I think he's deserving of uh, Savage of the Series. Oh, yeah. Plays a cool center field. It's fun to watch him run around, even though I booted one this, this series. But whatever. <laughs> My Savage of the Series, Rob. I kind of wanted to give it to Volpe for getting back on track, but I'm going to give it to Rodon. Um, it's kind of a tough series to be given out awards to. A couple games. One of them was fugly. Uh, but Rodon, five and two-thirds, four hits, one earned, four Ks, three walks. Nothing crazy, but a step in the right direction because um, if the Yanks want to make any type of playoff push or be competitive, uh, he's got to be a, an ace like Garrett Cole. So uh, I hope to see six and two-thirds next, next outing. Go a little longer, but I'll give it to him. Nice selection for our MVPs of sucking. They stink. I mean, there's a good amount to choose from, but yeah, I'm going to go with quite the, a few, a couple two three. I'm going to go with the outfield for game one. Um, that I, I just it, it's infuriating to see. I mean, it was like inning after inning, we we were seeing it, and it just Bowers and McKinney, just ugh, tough watch. Mm-hmm. Tough watch. That it was. Yeah. Um, Domingo Herman, Rob. Yeah, six innings pitched, seven hits. Six of those would be earned runs. Nine strikeouts for God knows what reason, and a walk in there. Didn't give the team a chance to win the game. Mm-hmm. Not. We even saw some good bit. stuff though, Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought he had some <laughs> bite on his curveball. <laughs> I thought there was some good stuff there. Yeah, I thought there was some good stuff. <laughs> he had some good Boone quotes rolling around now. That one out of context you posted was pretty funny. <laughs> um, He's coming hard and fast, Rob. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> funny, funny, funny. All right, let's talk about the rest of the stuff. So we mentioned uh, Jose Trevino will be having season-ending wrist surgery on his right wrist. Um, it's not the sheath, is it? Like like with Hicks and Tex? Because that would be terrible. Sheath? Is that... What you remember when that's because that was Hicks's injury that messed him up forever. 
but he was probably screwed before him. But remember Mark Teixeira tore the sheath I remember, off his wrist or something? I remember Teixeira's wrist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hicks I had see, the same injury. I know injury. what you're talking about. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, I mean, that would be really bad. I, they said this is something that he was dealing with back in spring training. Yeah, so he probably couldn't play through that if it was. And it just got to a and – and the trainer said, like, he could play, but it's to a point of – how much he can tolerate the pain, and he just couldn't tolerate the pain. So, yeah, uh, Vet gets the opportunity. So now, you're gonna see if that guy is of the same ilk of Higgy and Trevino when it comes to offensive catcher potential, or it's if he can much slug a little bit more. With, yeah. But like that, that's that's kind of what the Yankees were. They they had two really good backup catchers be their catchers, and they weren't getting. I mean, any production off it. You, you, you know, he's a loss for the pitchers to throw to. I yeah, think that's, it, that's it. Definitely. And I mean, the first game that Rortvet caught for Cole on Saturday was the first time he really had an opportunity to get something going with Cole. But now, uh-huh. as time goes on, he, he probably will be catching Cole f- far more. Yeah, um, I can see it for sure. But I, I mean, the offensive production at the catching position, if the Yankees weren't as terrible as they've been offensively i don't think we'd be talking about it as much but once stuff like this happens you're just going to be like why is you know this this guy Uh can't hit this can't do that um and and it just goes back to yeah they have two defensive oriented catchers that um would probably you can you can classify them as backup sort of guys and yeah they're um, both Yeah, yeah but it would just the rest of the lineup's not hitting so it's like like Trevi is like a uh, a Maldonado type of dude on Houston because he was a backup catcher for uh, Vasquez when they brought him in last year. I don't know. I mean, it would be cool if Rortvet could do something. I'm not really anticipating it. Um, at least they say Trevi will be ready for the spring. So that's kind of literally my outlook on it. Mm-hmm. It's just the uh, the disconnect is again mind boggling. As usual. Um, yeah, where, where Boone says, oh, you know, I've heard that. Like, literally the day before, he was like, oh, he's just dealing with nicks and dings here and there. And then, and then four, oh, never mind. Four, insert, yeah, the, insert the SpongeBob four days later. Yeah, ligament tear. He's out for the season. Yeah. It, it, that just shows, I mean. And they like, they don't want, you know, I get it. It's the media. He doesn't have to, like, say things, but. I don't know. It just seems like it shouldn't be coming out. Like Trevi shouldn't be saying, "Oh, I'm," you know, "I've been dealing with this since the spring," and then Boone is like, "Oh, he's uh, no, he's healthy." Like, at least get on the same page. It plays out so many times with this Yankees organization. It seems mm-hmm. like that they just that they that there is a disconnect. Yeah, there always seems to be one. Um. I don't know. We're not behind clo- those doors, but the way that it sometimes looks is just It's just not a good. can of worms we could talk about for hours. <clears throat> for real. Um, other news, Andy Pettit joins the Yankees as a special pitching advisor, which is cool. He said that his last – I saw him talk with Meredith yesterday. His last kid is off to college, so he, he goes, I have a lot more time on my hands. <laughs> um, he said that he's not going full – time that's why he's more of a part-time advisor so we'll be Uh seeing Andy around he was doing stuff with them this week so that was cool to see and I'm sure a lot of other fans are saying the one oh my god the one that I want Derek Jeter to be general manager I want Andy Pettit to be the pitching coach (laughs) I want I can't 
with that one. I can't with that one. If you want, listen, if Andy Pettit, you know, in some capacity as a coach, I'm not, if they get a former Yankee and say, oh, I want Don Mattingly to be the manager. Okay, relax. I don't know Uh about that. I would not. I'm I'm, I'm of the thought that, I, I don't know. Don Mattingly didn't exactly kind of did the same plateau with the Dodgers a few years ago. So yeah. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go too crazy about getting Donnie baseball in there just because he won the pinstripes. It's, yeah, it's not the it's not the recipe for success that we've seen over and over again. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know about that one. Um but that I think it's really cool to see Andy Pettit as a as a special advisor. Um yeah. we'll save these other ones for for later. The um all right, so Judge is scheduled by Joel Sherman to come back this weekend and against Baltimore. Uh, hopefully they'll activate him somewhat soon. So that tells you that I mean he, he the way he's probably gonna he's probably playing on one freaking leg and he's gonna uh-huh. be favoring that. But I mean any way that you can have Judge out there, just and, and that that he definitely wants to be playing and the Yankees want him to be playing. Um, I'll I'll take it. That's just. And that's all even we can if do. Even if it's a one-footed Aaron Judge, like I want that guy on the field, and I know the Yankees do, and so do the rest of the fans. And it's just like how much – I don't know, Rob. I mean, how much better are we necessarily getting, you know, with Judge, without Judge? I mean, he could he could go through a little slump for a few weeks. He's hasn't played in two months. Um, it would so be astonishing know. if he came in, though, and was – And just slugged. Yeah. I mean, dude's he might. On, he, he, the yeah, dude's playing Aaron on Judge. one foot. <laughs> he is Aaron Judge. We've seen them do this before, especially with the def- defeat. Luke Voigt, foot stuff, deal with it in the offseason. <laughs> I mean, DJ, DJ before, too. Yeah, DJ. I texted split. you, if if he needs surgery, he should get the surgery. I don't care how much time he has to miss of next year. I think he yeah. needs to get the surgery. If the Yankees, like, roll out of content, like wild card contention at any point, and he – whatever the diagnosis of the injury is, and they're like, yeah, he needs it, like, don't play September. Yeah. <laughs> Go get the surgery tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. Um, all right, what do you think about the uh, – what do you think let's, – let's talk about this. Uh, we, we touched on it to start, but what about the – what is your idea – of what you think that the Yankees should do regardless of what happens really this weekend. Cause we said like there, there's so many different options, but like, what do you think that the Yankees should do when it comes to the trade deadline? What is your dream or ideal situation that comes from them? I wish I had like a dream or ideal situation, but ideally it's, you do move off of, of dead weight um, or just guys that aren't a part of next year's plan. So I, I don't want to just sell everything, but I do think moving on from or getting some value from a guy like Herman or Sevi who probably aren't making uh, you you know astronomically better right now, like go get something for those guys if you can. But ideally, I, I'd love to get an outfielder, Rob. You know, I've been asking for it for 18 months now. Um, just a guy that a young controllable outfielder that we have for you know at least two more years so I know Glaber's your best hitter on your team I don't I don't love trying to move him but if you like flip Peraza and X and and uh and go bring in a young controllable outfielder I like that uh I don't really think they need to go out and I don't want them buying arms really uh I think that's kind of pointless uh, you see the price of the Angels just paid for Giolito, Rob. Uh, 
the Yanks aren't giving up, you know, Dominguez and Peraza for for a pitching rental this year, um, especially when they're a couple games over 500. So I think that would be astronomically silly. But I also think it'd be silly to just kind of get out there and be like, hey, everyone and everything is available minus Volpe and Judge and Colin Rodon, obviously, and Stan or whatever. Um, so I don't want to just sell everything, but just try and look into 2024 because I think it's important to improve now. Uh, but if you go out and get a, ha- a two-month rental, they're stupider than I thought they were. I Yeah, if they do that, <laughs> I, I – I, like if they I, – I really like Cody Bellinger as a player, and I think he definitely deserves a look. But Heck for what yeah. the Yank – the current position that the Yankees are in right now – it really doesn't make sense. But we do know that get, they love rentals too, so I wouldn't be surprised. But it's you just, know? I mean, the, yes, true. They did They did it with Benintendi last year. They did and it with Encarnacion. They did it with Encarnacion, but I, they're Gallo, not. but he's a year and a half. He had a year and a half, but they're not in the same situation that they were in it back in 2019 when they did the deal for Encarnacion and they did yeah. the deal for Benintendi. You're not in that same position, even though you're two and a half out from a wild card and Cody Bellinger is a very good player. It just doesn't jive with what the team is right now. Like I, I'm sorry. You're going to need a whole heck of a lot more than just Cody Bellinger to fix this. Uh-huh. And I completely agree with you. I think you go out, and if you want to go trade for an outfielder, which they we know they do because they have no freaking left fielder, mm-hmm. then you got to go for a more controllable Yankee outfielder. You have to go get a more controllable guy. It just doesn't make sense to 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 get a Cody Bellinger. If you want to go out and get I think the rumor, what was that one guy that I saw? Uh bu- 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 bu. who on the on the Angels? I I really or um no with uh brendan donovan like if you want to go out and get brendan donovan like i I don't want him you know i mean he's under control is just the example that i'm saying yeah yeah yeah, that's fair and he's having a good season and it it doesn't even having like a bader season you know like what did that that do for me you're just you just give me okay so then who who in your mind is a more like you want a kick-ass guy or, I don't know. I guess Brendan Donovan would be cool. That's He's that's out. like sure if we wanted. I don't know. Well, Shohei doesn't play the outfield, and that's gone. Yeah. But but um, I mean, he is hitting two eighties again on base. He's honestly having a little bit of a better year than I thought. So I'm gonna stand corrected on this one. I would be cool with it. I mean, they could go out and get that guy. It's gotta Candelar- be called the Candel- Candelario. Candelario. Candelario yeah. from the Nationals to play third base. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Like, if you're if you're going out and you're paying for Brendan Donovan, which you will have to do, he's got to be like you got to like him. Like he's actually got to be a part of your future, because they're gonna have to give up some dudes for that. Like that would be Austin Wells plus Trey Sweeney plus they'd ask for something else. I'd imagine. Mm-hmm. Not so, that I, I mean that, shit that, about prospects, but that's what they're dealing with, though. So I yeah, but. You can't give up a guy like Austin Wells and get back a Cody Bellinger. I, I don't know. No, unless yeah, unless you're telling be... me, unless you're telling me that guy is coming back and you're signing that guy, but then he's going to demand a, a sizable contract. I think he's making it's eighteen it. million this year. Yeah, 
And you didn't want to pay Benintendi the extra five or the extra fifth year. So you don't want to do that. Benny's Benny's turning around and having a semi-decent year. At least he'd be productive in our lineup. I think he's he's only got like a homer on the season or something. Let me look it up. But I think he's starting to hit close to 300. And he got off to like a terrible start, if you remember. He's hitting 284, 348 on base, 720 OPS, two home runs, 29 RBIs. It, it honestly would be beneficial in our lineup. I'm, listen, I'm glad they didn't sign him for five years. I am. But. Well, apparently, the, I saw the rumor was that he would have came back. He was just the fifth year, and they didn't want to do the fifth year. But yeah. I, <clears throat> I don't know. I think you just have to. You, you have to get a guy that has control. Yeah. I. I, as I'm much glad as we're in I love step with that, like as Riley Green on the Tigers that I sent you, like that would be dope. He's probably untouchable, honestly, but he's hitting 315 for them. He's got seven bombs. Um, he's he's 22. Like you're gonna have to give up a lot, but that's a guy where you're like, all right, cool. Now I haven't like part of my I, future. I don't I, think I don't that's know. realistic though at all. No, it's it's not. Like it's not. <laughs> but so that's what what's you think. The, but what's the difference between like him and, and Donovan? No, know? not much. That's why. No, I don't think there's that much difference. I think yeah. that the Yankees put themselves in this position, though. But I don't think that you, unless you're telling me, they, they very mel, they very well may go out and just trade for Cody Bellinger. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're saying, and then we're saying, okay, well. Or like so Randall make the playoffs. Or, or like Randall Grichik. I don't mind that as much. I think that's a little lower risk because still, it's still a rental. As long as long as you're not as long as you're not giving up anyone that matters for a rental this year. But then again, we don't know what may matter because remember, yeah, uh, Joey Gallo. We we're saying, oh, we got him for a steal, and now what's Ezekiel his name? Ezekiel Duran. Yeah, and Ezekiel Duran. He'd be he'd be leading off for us right now. So that's where it's just the Yankees put themselves in this position where it's you a just big don't miss. Yeah. lock up a left fielder and they haven't done it forever mm-hmm. and then like, like listen jason dominguez is 20 so he's got plenty of time and he's had a really good month of july but like you got to make a decision like if he's part of your future then hold on to him but like move him if not you know i mean you kept you held on to all three of your big prospects and it hasn't not saying it won't turn out or these guys won't turn out, but you know they had more valuable, more value at one point than they do now. So, like, when's the earliest Jason comes up? Because I remember in spring, I, was, I genuinely thought I was like, oh, Jason's gonna rake in Double A, he's gonna fly up to Triple A, and then he'll be a Yankee by September. I don't think so anymore. <laughs> Next year, maybe the year after. I mean, he hasn't even taken a Triple A at bat. And he hasn't played. He's hitting two seventeen double A. So, like, if if that's what the Yankees are banking on to be their left fielder in a year, so that's why they've been so reluctant to go and get one. Then I don't know, man. Like, I just don't know. I mean, they just keep putting band aids on the position, though, which is just so annoying. Yeah. Yep. And. Breaking news, 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 news. We still don't have a center fielder next year. <laughs> we got one outfielder next year. His name's Aaron Judge. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> they literally don't have a team. Stop it. Get some help. I wonder what the payout would be if like, someone posted something and was like, predict the exact Yankees starting lineup for 2024. 
I couldn't. No who's way. playing third? Don't know. Who's playing second? Don't know. Who's playing left? Don't know. Who's playing center? No clue. Who's catching? Don't who's know. catching? Don't know. <laughs> you could throw second and short in there too. Volpe, Volpe will be at one of them. Yeah. Peraz and Glaber? No clue. Mm-hmm. No know. idea. No it's idea. It's kind of a sad episode, but it is after a, a after a win though. Exactly. After it's just it's just like I think you know Yankee fans. I think we've been on this train for a while. But I think cumulatively, as a group, as a community, everyone's coming like, okay, this is like they're the team. This is their, our faith. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, all right, other news before we wrap up. Uh, oh, did you see? Did you see everyone losing their minds about Stanton and Judge walking out with Drake yeah, at Madison like, Square Garden? People are such losers. They don't. You're not allowed to have fun on yeah, your off you're not, day. You just, you just have to sit there and be miserable about it because your team that's surrounding you is terrible. Well, that and they they came off of a series win against the Royals, and I just am saying, if Drake asks you to go out with yeah. uh, with him at Madison Square Garden in New York to walk out in front of fans, no, yeah. no, no, man, I gotta go. Uh, I can't do that. Days. Yankee fans need me in the batting cage from, you know, eight in the morning till midnight, and I can't do anything, and just I have to sleep, and then I, Yankee fan, I can't have fun. Yeah, I can't exist in society. I, I can't exist. I have to. I have to just be full boat. On my off day or before an off day, I have to do that completely. So I don't know. That was insane. That you just can't have fun. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. It's, it's just, so funny when those comments just they they're getting flooded and and or on, what was like the one the, you sent me? What was it? Well, one guy said Jeter would never. Yeah, that that's, that's the funny one. That's dude. the funny one when they say Jeter would never do that. I listen. I understood or I understand that he won and Jeter. I mean, he had There's the luxury. Reason, not of everyone's com- Derek Jeter. He had yeah that, and he had the luxury of coming into the league and won in his first year. So that that then puts you on just seems like you could do whatever you want. But mm-hmm. Jeter, I'm sure after series losses or bad games, went out and hung out with P Diddy or hung yeah, out with just the media Jay Z, and it's just it. I mean that. They they get it though. I, I think Judge and Stanton get it, but it's just funny to see the reaction every time that like, oh, you can't do that. You people, have to be in the batting cage. People right just now. need to grow up. <laughs> just grow up. For Shut real. up. Um complain about something else like the price of eggs. Yeah, exactly. Um <laughs> Yankees upcoming schedule, as I, as we said, uh they'll be in Baltimore this weekend. I'll be there. Hopefully it doesn't rain or thunder or do too much. Um and then three at home versus the Rays. Then the trade deadline I said is August first, and then four against the Houston Astros at home. And then three at the Chicago White Sox. So that's really only the quote unquote easy series, because then you play Three against Miami at Miami and three against Atlanta at Atlanta, which I will also also be in attendance for um, to finish off my traveling for this year to go see this baseball team play. Um, so, like, the Yankees have a very challenging next weeks of games. Very challenging. It's literally the, their biggest stretch of the season. 
toughest, biggest, most important. And what was the what? So wait, I wanted to say this one too. They are the 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 jarring stat, or not the jarring stat, but the, the just what tells you about this team. They are eight and one against the Royals and A's, and they are forty six and forty seven against everyone else. And I think the, for the month of July, at up until now, they're eleven and thirteen. So it's just the mark of a average to below average baseball team. That's, That's what they the are. Way they've yeah. been playing. They just um, win some games and they lose some games. They're average. <laughs> so. I don't usually we'll come on and we'll be like, all right, we'll predict what they go this through this coming weeks. Like we don't have an idea. It could get really dark, or they're saying we're saying, oh, like okay, yeah, or they or they go three and four or whatever, and you're like, oh, we're still in the same spot. Why? Because we're average. Can't wait till we come back on and the Yankees have Cody Ballinger and pinstripes. That would be awesome, honestly. I just at that point, it's just like just drink the Kool Aid, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like I, fuck it. I get you. Um, but that's it for episode number one hundred fifty-five. We really appreciate you guys for joining us. As always, subscribe, uh, leave us a rate and review. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube at Four Train Savages on those at Four Savages on Twitter. Really appreciate you guys for listening. Hopefully the Yankees give us some good baseball this weekend. I know I'm hoping for it. Uh, I'm on a seven-game away losing streak, Tyler. That I is need them, impressive. Honestly. I need them to freaking lose. Or I no. Go wear your shirt inside out or something. I need them to freaking win one yeah. of these games this weekend so I can feel better about myself. Because then if <laughs> they do, I, I put the full blame on me, and I'm just not going to see them anymore on the road because it's just and but the funny thing is too they've won every game at home that i've been to at this year so i guess it's just some bad juju going what on. are you what are you rob are you average just like the yankees are you are you batting 500 <laughs> on the year uh i think it's three yeah actually i think i am i think yeah actually i think my <laughs> average team game, average team they average over team. on the road and undefeated at home yeah exactly Oh, that was funny. But thank you guys once again for listening. We'll catch you at episode 156. Peace.